Hello and welcome to Witchy Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Lauren Chalantani, women's holistic health coach and fellow recovering perfectionist. This podcast was created to show you that your body is not in the way, it is actually leading your way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Witchy Wellness. You are listening to episode 143, The Busy Woman's Guide to Stress Less with Dr. Valerie Herzog. But before we jump into today's amazing episode, a word from our sponsor, Living the Good Life Naturally Magnesium. This is my go-to brand for transdermal or on-the-skin magnesium supplementation. Transdermally is the easiest way and most effective way you can absorb the magnesium into your body. Things like your stress level, your diet, and so many other factors go into your magnesium burn rate. If you want to learn more about this, listen to episode 73 of Witchy Wellness Radio and make sure to go to Living the Good Life Naturally's website in the show notes and use code WITCHY, W-I-C-T-H-Y, for 10% off of your purchase. And without further ado, please enjoy episode 143, The Busy Women's Guide to Stress Less with Dr. Valerie Herzog. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Witchy Wellness Radio. This is a show you learn how your body and emotions are not in the way, but actually leading the way. And today we are talking with Dr. Valerie Herzog, all about stress management, definitely how your body can be not in the way, but leading the way. We're talking about stress management, how to prioritize your well-being. A brief bio about Dr. Valerie. She is an MD wellness coach mom of three young girls that just got mostly put to bed before the show. <laughs> and her mission is to inspire and empower ambitious women to prioritize their health and well-being so they can thrive. She's completed her medical training at the University of Toronto and University of Ottawa. She practices preventative medicine and offers counseling to patients to help them achieve their lifestyle and lifestyle medicine goals. She believes the importance of whole person approach to health and has completed training in cognitive, cognitive behavioral therapy, motivational interviewing, positive psychology, lifestyle medicine and nutrition, and she is also a yoga teacher in, as well. We love yoga here in Witchy Wellness. And as a wellness coach, she guides women to identify what matters to them most, improve their overall health and well-being, work on specific health goals, manage their stress, develop a self-care routine, and find their own sense of balance that is so needed, even this past year and a half, two years, so much so. Welcome to the show, Dr. Valerie. Oh, thanks so much for having me. So happy to be here. Oh yeah. Likewise. Likewise. I always like having friends on that I know to the show. Yeah. It just like brightens my day. Uh, just have come, like have a little cup of tea together, even though it's a little late for tea here, some water. <laughs> <laughs> some herbal tea with me today. Herbal tea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah um, I think stress management is huge. I uh, even, you know, I have to check myself all the time because we can so easily get stuck in our own heads especially as ambitious women like ourselves yeah. where we want we want to do more but but mm-hmm. you know from this good place to help more people or or learn new things yeah. and sometimes that is a lot to juggle <laughs> yes <laughs> the juggle is real 
Yeah. Yeah. Lots going on for sure. Yeah. And <laughs> all of us. I, I would love to hear, you know, how did you get into all of this mm-hmm. like lifestyle well-being I'm sure I I know your story. I know there it, it beautifully connects into this um, from you know being a traditional doctor to now being very preventative and like stress management. Could you let us know on your little your your big backstory? Actually, of course, yes, <laughs> yeah. Like I I've always been interested in taking care of other people, and it started from a young age. I always knew I wanted to do something where I was working directly with people. And so, you know, like as a, you know, as I was growing up and going through school, like I started putting a lot of pressure on my own shoulders. Um, I decided eventually that I wanted to go to medical school, which obviously took a lot of work. And so that already the stress was sort of building in my life. Um, and I got into medical school, which was amazing. And I was super excited and just ready to take on the world and, and do all the things to help other people. And over time, I just started to feel like just so stressed. Um, like I had the the world the, the weight of the world on my shoulders it just got to be a lot and um, by the time I actually graduated from medical school I just felt like fully like on the edge of burnout just not like myself I felt like so much had changed and like the energy and the spirit that I had taken in to medical school with me had had sort of disappeared and um, instead of being excited and you know happy on my graduation day which was already 10 years ago um, I felt really like just stressed and burnt out and um, frustrated and I just didn't really know what to do and part of the, my whole journey too is that in medical school I developed a um, autoimmune condition where I actually lost all of my hair um, so that was actually a quite a traumatic experience and it happened gradually and you know as a medical student I was doing lots of clinical rotations working in the hospital uh, long nights you know sometimes 24 to 30 hours at the hospital without any real breaks like it was just really really difficult and I knew that was part of the what I had to do and to get my degree and obviously I, I wanted to do it and um, one day I had I developed um, a small bald patch at the back of my head and that's kind of when it all started to unravel for me um, you know, and I was 22, 23, like sort of you know, on top of the world. I was I'd always been very healthy. And all of a sudden this, this hit me. And over the course of a few months, I actually lost all of my hair. So my scalp hair, my eyebrows, my eyelashes, like everything, all body hair. Um, but I, I soldiered on like a lot of women, right? We just keep going, like no matter what, like we know that we have goals and we have things we want to accomplish. So I kept going and kept going up until my graduation where I just felt like I'm I'm, you know, I'm lost. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Obviously, uh, medicine had taken a toll on me and I, I wasn't sure. So from that point forward, I knew that I had to make a change. Um, that being said, it took me some time to make, make a change because I wanted to keep going and finish my training. I still had a few more years left. Um, I eventually became a family doctor. Um, but I knew that I had to find my own path and I wanted to do something different. I didn't just want to keep going. I knew that um, I had to to first take care of myself. So that was the first big discovery. I realized that in order for me to help others and to really be there for others, I had to prioritize my own health and well-being, uh, which sounds simple, but it's obviously hard to do in practice. A lot of us, I think, struggle with that. Um, so once I finished my training, I started to, to sort of follow my own path and I set clear boundaries. So I decided that I didn't want to do any more overnight shifts or weekends. Like I needed that time for myself. So I set some boundaries I started to spend time in nature and made sure I was outside as much as I could. Um, I practiced yoga regularly, which was really healing. And I spent time with friends and family, like made sure I prioritized that as my, as my training um, I had finished. I had more time and 
I uh, also focus on eating healthy foods and moving my body. So all like relatively simple things, but all put together made a huge, huge difference. And then over time, I also picked my work opportunities. I made sure that I wasn't working those crazy hours anymore. And I found this new sense of balance. And that has definitely uh, made a huge impact in my life. And then over time, I wanted to start sharing with other people what I had learned. And that's why I started to focus more on preventative medicine and more of a holistic approach to health. And uh, yeah, and that's sort of where I am today. So I have multiple roles and um, I love to help others achieve their own sense of, of wellness. And it definitely shifts over time. So for me too, like since I've graduated now, I have three kids. I, I'm you know busy working mom. There's lots of different things going on in my life. So it's always about, for me, finding a new sense of balance and always sort of checking in with myself to make sure that I'm doing well and I'm managing my stress and then to help others uh, do the same. Oh yeah. Beautiful story. And for me, a long, it took me a while to get into like, you know, which is funny because I'm all about yoga and meditation and all this stuff because I was so ambitious in this like perfectionist overachiever mentality since little, little girl. Yeah. Because I didn't want to calm down. I was like, I have too much to do. I have too much to give or be, you know, and which I know that inner perfectionist kind of can rear its head still today. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) For sure. I have to keep that in check. Um, But, you know, I love what you you say, you know, you love to help women who are ambitious. What Mm -hmm. for you, what are some signals for yourself, but also, you know, maybe for the listeners when you are ambitious and kind of get down that rabbit hole, what are, what are some good pointers to be able to like check yourself before you wreck yourself? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And I think like we all, it's all, it's different for all of us. Like we all have different signs or symptoms that'll come out when we're feeling stressed. So I think the first thing to ask ourselves is like, what does stress feel like in my body? Like what, like, how do I know that I'm stressed? Sometimes we don't even realize, right. We're kind of just running on autopilot and we're we're stressed, but it's just our normal, right? We think it's normal to just always feel stressed, um, but it's actually not normal. <laughs> we shouldn't be feeling stressed all the time. So the first step is really to check in with yourself. Um, like for me, for instance, I know like little signs, like for me, like my shoulders will get really tense. I might get like some headaches. Um, I might sort of feel like a little nauseous or my stomach might feel kind of off if I'm feeling stressed. So those are some smaller signs. Um, and then some bigger things for sure. Like if I have difficulty sleeping, that could be a sign that obviously there's something going on. There's something that's causing me some stress in my life that I have to deal with. So for everybody, it's a little bit different, but the first step is really to just take some time. It doesn't have to be a lot of time. It can just be like a few minutes just to kind of sit and breathe and just see how you're feeling. And, um, once you know your signs too, you're more likely to recognize them. So if you know that, you know, when you're stressed, you feel a certain way, then you, you might notice it more. And then the first step of course is recognizing it and then once you know where your stress is and you can start dealing with it yeah yeah the 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 hardest part is I think sometimes recognizing it Mm -hmm. even yesterday was I was like why am I feeling this way why am I you know Mm -hmm. I go oh I'm stressed out and today I've been able to notice actually Yesterday was the emotion. Today, I can actually feel just the physical sensations in my body. Mm-hmm. Like today, um, like I, I felt angry and anxious yesterday. And today, mm-hmm. I can actually feel my chest was tightening up a little bit, okay. you know, yeah. and, and like shortness yeah. of breath. I could actually feel that with before I was mm-hmm. like, I feel the anxiety. I can feel that sensation. Those yeah. are symptoms for me. 
for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I go, okay, what's what's that that tape going on in the background? What am I saying mm-hmm. that's ca- yeah. causing this? Because this isn't popping up from nowhere, so to speak. Right. Like a lot of mm-hmm. the times, I well, all the time, I'm creating that stress. <laughs> We do that to ourselves, don't we? We do. Right? We, like do. We, we love yeah, to do that. Expectations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the same way. Like recently too, I just went through a move, which is a really stressful situation. Oh, yeah. And I had to definitely like check in with myself because there were some moments that were really tough. And it's true. Like sometimes you don't even realize it and then you notice what's going on in your body. And that's like one of the, the biggest clues. And and even when there is stress, sometimes we can't do anything about the stress. If there's a stressor there, like it's just happening, but we can definitely control our reactions and how we um, how we process the stress and what we do um, in order that the stress doesn't, you know, cause us to become unwell or unable to, to function for sure. Mm-hmm. And I loved how you said you started adding in different things to your self-care routine, mm-hmm. like yoga, you know, eating healthier, yeah. st- different stress management tools. Mm-hmm. I know from being a perfectionist self and me getting into this, I'm like, I want to do it all and do it all at once. Yeah. And that's not how you do it. Hint, Mm -hmm. hint. Um, But what are, you know, what are some more ideas or how can you kind of start to add in things without Mm -hmm. the overwhelm? Because for ambitious perfectionist women like myself, it's like, you want to do all of it a thousand percent, but that's just going to lead to overwhelm and burnout. (laughs) Right. And then sometimes the self-care becomes like something else on your to-do yeah, list, right? Like you feel guilty if you're not doing it. And that's like not the point at all. I totally get that in the same way. Um, yeah. So I think like it really doesn't have to be complicated. This is what I'm all about. Like it, it's like small, meaningful changes can make a big difference in our lives. So like, it'd be great if we could all, you know, stop working and go relax on the beach. But that's not, that's not the reality for most of us, right? We have responsibilities and, and we're ambitious too. We want to do things, we want to accomplish things. So um, it can be very, very simple. Like one of my favorite things um, that I would do is just take a moment to breathe. So during your day, no matter what you're doing, I used to do it before I'd go in to see a patient. So especially if I just had like a more difficult encounter and I was feeling tense and a little bit stressed, I would take literally like 30 seconds before I walked in to see a patient and I would just stand or usually I was standing. So stand and just feel my feet on the ground and just take a couple deep breaths, right? And it takes just a minute or two depending on how much time you have. And that right away would just change the energy and help manage this, like the acute stress that I was dealing with in that moment. So breathing is, is super important and I, I highly recommend it. Um, so often we're just on autopilot and we're not actually breathing or we're not noticing our breathing, right? So um, taking a few deep breaths um, and then think about like what you like, like what is it that brings you joy and that helps you de-stress? Everyone's a little bit different. So we talked about yoga. I think you and I both, both love yoga. So for me, like even if it's just 10, 15 minutes on my mat, it just changes everything for me and it can really, really help. Um, uh, spending time outside is another great one. Again, it can be very short, um, but making sure we get outside every day, even for just a few few minutes, like 10 minutes, just walking around the block, or if you're working in an office, getting out at lunchtime is really important and just getting some sunshine, some fresh air um, is a really great, great uh, stress reliever as well. And yeah, and just start, like start where you're at. So if you only have five minutes, just pick something to do for five minutes um, and, uh, and build from there. So don't feel like you have to do all the things and what works for me might not work for you and that's okay. So just find, you know, small moments during your day where you can put in a little bit of uh, self-care and stress relief. Yeah. It does not have to be complicated. 
And a lot of the examples you you mentioned, if not all of them, are free. I mean, you can mm-hmm. roll out your yoga mat or whatever practice. Mm-hmm. There's tons of free YouTube videos if you yes. want a guided practice, which, yeah. you know, is amazing. A lot of these self-care mm-hmm. practices that get you present are all something that can be or all are free or cheap. Right. Or, you know, it doesn't have to be some... Yeah huge mm-hmm. elaborate spa day exactly. or retreat or, which I love, <laughs> which I love too, yeah. exactly but not you can't do that every day right yeah, so yeah it's all about finding little things that that really help yeah for sure and when I am in the you know high peak fight or flight stress response just like that's like the yeah. norm of my life it's mm-hmm. hard for me to really figure out what I want or like identify what matters in Mm -hmm. those situations. Like, well, I just don't want to feel stressed. Um, Right. How, I know Mm -hmm. you help women to identify what what matters to them so you can, Mm -hmm. you know, help them in their own wellness journey. Mm -hmm. What are some tips if, if, you know, if you're in the the trenches right now and you're just kind of feeling lost and confused that you can help, help gain some more clarity? Sure. Yeah, it's a great question. So I think, again, it's knowing yourself. So spending some time, maybe when you're not like in that acute stress situation. And what I, one exercise I really love is um, something I call fountains and drains or energy givers and then energy takers. So sitting down and spending a few minutes to write down like what actually brings you energy, like what sort of things that you like to do that make you feel good, that bring you joy, that, that give you energy and make a little list. And then at the same time, you can make a list of like everything that drains you. So your, your, your drains and, and keep that list there too. And um, what I like to do is, and what I recommend to women too, is if you know that there is something coming up, that's going to be stressful, that's going to drain your energy and it's, you know, it's in your schedule, it's going to happen, it's there. Um, make sure that you schedule a little bit of time afterwards where you do like a stress reliever or, or you put in a fountain. So if you know that, let's say spending time outside is something that really, really helps you, then, you know, after a difficult meeting or a difficult call or whatever it is that you're dealing with, you make sure that you spend like five minutes outside or 10 minutes outside or whatever it is. So scheduling those in and actually running them down like putting them in your planner or in your agenda um, on your online calendar, whatever it is, and making sure that you make the time for it. That can really help. And it doesn't have to be huge, like small changes really do make a difference. And, and having those small moments, um, I find can, can really be a significant change in our day-to-day life. Mm-hmm. For, me, for you too, is there anything yeah. that like works for you when you're sort yeah, of I was mindset? thinking um transitions like when whether mm-hmm. it's a, a energy drain or a fountain no matter what mm-hmm. task when I shift from a different task whether it's in work or at mm-hmm. home I allow myself a break mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's yeah. going take the dog outside for a walk or I just go for a walk or I'll, yeah. I'll put on some music and dance to one song or just sit yeah. there and or put on a YouTube video an inspirational right. YouTube video something that allows me to become present again, to, mm-hmm. you know, open my awareness so that mm-hmm. I, when I shift into that next activity, whether it's something I'm excited mm-hmm. about or not excited about, yeah. <laughs> I, I can be present and aware with work. I find that if I just crank out and work straight through the whole day, I'm not as productive. I make more mistakes and I'm way more stressed and my energy level is so down. And that's when the cravings of sugar and caffeine and all the things that 
I can get myself into trouble with, (laughs) (laughs) you know, over caffeinated, over sugared. Um, The transitions are huge. Mm -hmm. Just realizing that we aren't meant to work or do one thing the whole day. We're meant to be moving and, and shifting and it's okay to take a break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. And it's, it sounds counterintuitive, right? We think like we should just keep working, but you're right. Like it makes such a difference to take a break. And research actually shows that we shouldn't be sitting there for hours, right? We can only really focus, I think it's for about 40 minutes or so. And then we should be taking like a five minute break. Um, Yeah. And I love, I love you mentioned music. I love that because that is like an instant energy shift uh, for me as well. I love that. Just putting like a song on and dancing and just taking a moment makes, makes a huge difference. Oh yeah. And the whole household gets involved. Like the dog will start dancing yeah. with me, you know, it's fun. <laughs> it can that. be, you know, yeah. a group activity. <laughs> yeah. Definitely with the kids too, right? You see that like kids just love music and movement and we're all meant to, to be moving, right? We sometimes forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, the word, like the etymology of emotion, E mm-hmm. for energy in motion. So mm-hmm. when I'm, am that fight or flight, whether it's anxiety or even if I'm angry or what, just what we consider feelings we don't want to be in. (laughs) Right. I will, I will move my body, whether it's yoga Mm -hmm. or dancing it out. And based on Mm -hmm. how I feel, my body moves way differently than, you know, if I, if I'm sad or a little, you know, depressed, I'm going to be moving slower if, mm-hmm. if I'm angry, I will pound on the ground. I'll jump around. Like, it's just, yeah. you can feel that momentum and, and that's okay. Like oh, for me, I'm like, no one's watching me. You know, it's, I, sometimes I do post it, you know, when I feel like I can, but it's, it's my moment to let that emotion move through me and not let it get stagnant. Cause for so long I pushed everything down. Like oh, I'm upset that happened or I got angry that happened or I'm anxious. It's like, oh no, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. And push it down, down, down. But I find when I really, really allow myself to feel it and get it out and shake it out, Mm -hmm. it's not that I'm pushing it down. It's I'm processing it. And when I get on the other side of that emotion, most of the time I can sit down, think to myself, okay, what's, what's really, what's coming up? behind this emotion because sometimes when you get really strong emotions you might not necessarily know why or from where and biggest thing is to keep keep that emotion that energy moving and I forget what the study was called but there were studies if you truly feel your own emotion I think it's it's less than a minute I want to say 30 seconds if you truly feel it and you truly are present with it, then that's all you, that, that's at the maximum you can feel it. But once you start to get wrapped up in that story, once you start, you, you actually recreate it after that 30 seconds, you, you are mentally choosing to stay in that state. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For, so for me, when I notice myself being in those states, I'm like, okay, s- Stop and transition. How do I, how do I need to move? Not that I I shouldn't feel these feelings. I want to feel these feelings, but I don't 
want them to get stagnant. I don't want this to be a part of my day-to-day life, you know, within reason, like if you have, if you're in stressful situations, obviously, but some of the most stressful, um, unknown times of my life have also been on the opposite side of that polarity. Some of the most peaceful present times I've ever had amidst all of the chaos. And I would have never believed that (laughs) if I had told myself that 10 years ago, but, um, yeah, I, I, that was a little bit of a tangent on this, but I would say feel the feelings and when you're able to feel it and be present with it, that's when that stillness and contentment and that presence actually comes from. That is yeah, so powerful. I yeah. totally agree. It's the wave of emotion, right? To feel that emotion. We're supposed to feel emotions, right? They come up for a reason. And it's like you said, when we don't deal with those emotions, that's when problems can arise. And it's the same. I made me think of the stress cycle because it's the same yep. sort of thing. Like we're there's supposed to be a, a beginning, a middle, and an end to the stress cycle, but so many of us are stuck in the middle. We don't even realize and we never take like we never really process that stress and we get stuck. And that's when all of the negative side effects can come and even like if it stays like that for too long, even chronic disease and different things can, can develop. So it's so important to, to deal with what we're feeling and to try to end that stress cycle um, through all the different ways that we've already sort of talked about. And there's so many more as well. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's that, yeah, that's, that's definitely what I'm doing is like completer in that cycle. And sometimes it's mm-hmm. yelling, you know, screaming into a pillow. Mm-hmm. Um you know, banging on the floor, whatever, like having an adult temper tantrum, like healing doesn't have to look like some peaceful yogi, like let, Mm -hmm. (laughs) let it all out. Some days it is. Some days it is. Yeah. 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 Another one too, for me is writing. So sometimes just like writing out whatever's going on, like journaling and again, uncensored, just like free flows, whatever's on your mind can really help as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just get it all out and, and process what's going on. Yeah, it it forces you to actually look and at what is actually going like develop of like how to communicate that and write that out so you can actually read it, see the patterns and mm-hmm. I'm just complaining about this or you know this one issue. Yeah. Well, what's the deeper issue to that? It's mm-hmm. you know, I when I start writing it's always some surface level like he said, she said, I, you know, you know, just kind of mm-hmm. drama and then you can go deeper and deeper. And yeah. some days I find, you know, the transition of writing that day at the end, I start writing and it's like, am I the one writing? This is like, it just the advice that I, I write and channel for myself. I'm like, wow, I really just wrote that. This is really, you know, what I hear. And honestly, you guys, a lot of the weekly inspirational episodes that I do every Monday are my journal entries (laughs) of writing. It's it's what I need to hear and Uh um, getting, you know, writing when I'm upset to transition into a higher state of consciousness or when I'm feeling really good, I also Uh have to set myself down to write because in those moments, that's what kindles my fire of inspiration of my focus of that positivity to keep going with my own ambitions, but also keep going in my own stress management as well. Mm -hmm. That's really great. 
Yeah, yeah. I love that. And it's again, and sometimes when you're feeling like down or if you're feeling anxious or stressed and going back and looking when you were in a positive mindset, what you wrote down, it's almost like words of wisdom or encouragement that you would like give a friend that you could use for yourself. That's really great. Yep. Because a lot of times when you're stressed, if you really are paying attention to how you're talking to yourself, it's mm-hmm. you would not talk to anybody like the way no. <laughs> you talk to yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're I'm, our own worst critic. critic oh my right? goodness. The voice in our head sometimes can, yeah, be really damaging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you talk about this in your new course, The Busy Women's Guide mm-hmm. to Stress Less. Yes. I would love to hear all about this course. Um, you know, kind of give us the the overhead view here, if you will, of what sure. to, what's expected. Yeah. yeah, yeah, thanks. Yeah, I've always sort of wanted to create a course and this this kind of came from my own experiences and when I've been working with others and it's all about like how we can help ourselves deal with stress. So we know we're busy. We talk about like busy, ambitious, lots going on and we often don't take the time to, to take care of ourselves. So Um, My course is all about like simple tips and tricks that you can use. I've um, developed a set of different lessons and they're all really short, like about 10 minutes or less so that um, I know we're all busy. So it's so that it's doable. We can sit down and actually finish a lesson and uh, it's full of action tips and uh, journaling exercises as well. And by the end of it, the the whole goal is to develop your own 10 minute self-care stress reliever practice. And uh, that I hope that people take with them. Um, there's a worksheet that's included to help um, guide you. And uh, yeah, it's, it's my sort of fun little passion project that I've worked on. And I'm super excited about it. Oh, I love that. I I mean, I, I, I we, we created our courses together. So I kind of got the inside scoop of Valerie's course. But I love how at the end you, you create your own 10-minute routine. Because it's so important to figure out what works for you one day might not work the next day it will, but to develop that routine Mm -hmm. to, to, to promise to yourself that you will, you matter enough to, to take care of to to these 10 minutes to discipline yourself. Cause for me, self-care also means discipline to, to do these activities. Like, yeah, I'm still not a morning person. Like it still takes a lot of energy for me to get up to do those things but I know that that's what helps me maintain my mental physical and emotional well-being yeah yeah Yeah. and it's it's all about you know just taking a few minutes for yourself and um and like I usually recommend five minutes in the morning and five minutes at night before bed it doesn't have to necessarily be like if you're not a morning person it doesn't have to be like right first thing when you wake up like for me like my kids come and wake me up so that's not like the best time for me to to sit and, and reflect or so for me it's usually right before I start work like I'll take five minutes and, and do a couple of little exercises and reflect and think about my goals for the day and then I do something similar at night where just before bed I reflect on my day and how things went and um, what I want for the next day and I find too that by even just writing down a few notes at night before bed it kind of clears your head and then it helps actually to sleep as well so that's uh, a really good little exercise to get into the habit of doing and also like like you said with self-discipline like sometimes like I'll stop doing it for a couple of days or whatever like life gets busy and that's okay like we, we have to stop like shaming ourselves or feeling bad like it's it's okay right so just whenever that happens, you just kind of get back into your, your routine and, and start taking care of yourself again and uh, things fall into place. Mm-hmm. There's You're right. There's this fine line and I have to walk it finely too of the discipline to, mm-hmm. to you know, take care of myself, but also if I fall off track, 
it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Exactly. I can always get back on what matters is that I do. It's mm-hmm. not that I fell off or how long I fell off. And that's giving ourselves grace in so many areas of our lives is, is one of the kindest things you can do for yourself, I think. Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Right. We learn as we go. <laughs> exactly. And there's yeah. no, yeah. I don't think there's no end goal of mm-hmm. achievement of perfection or health or wellness or mm-hmm. abundance, whatever you are looking for that. And there's no, there's always going to be more and not to say that you're not enough, but it's life is always going to change and develop. And, and so will you, and there's no, in goal of if I'm healthy, I'll be happy. If I have my dream job, then I'll be successful. You know, there's the if then situation. You can be happy now. You can, you can feel successful now. You can feel that abundance now before those things come into your life. Cause they will, especially if you, you work on your, your own stress management and add things in like the busy women's guide to stress less and yeah, um, Valerie, was there anything else you wanted to talk about or wrap up before we start to close the show down today? Yeah, I guess like for me, it's, um, I really want to encourage like everyone who's listening to, to take like one step, like to figure out like, what is one thing I can do today? Like you were just saying, like, we don't have to wait, right? Like there's never going to be a perfect time to start whatever it is. Or so what is it that you can do today? And and write down a commitment, like what, like, this is what I'm going to do. Like, I'm going to sit down for five minutes, you know, three times a week, and I'm going to take a couple of deep breaths, like whatever it is, really focus, focus in, because I would say, like, what could you accomplish if you, if you really took care of yourself and you put yourself first, like imagine like the people that you love, like if you were showing up for yourself, like you can show up more fully for them. So all about making that commitment and just showing up for yourself so that you can show up for others. I really hope that everyone and everyone does that today beautiful 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 yeah i love the quote if you want to save the world or heal the world heal yourself first it's the the cheesy oxygen mask put it on yourself before you help other people as Mm -hmm. cheesy as that is it's so true (laughs) yes (laughs) yes for sure yeah Uh, well thank you so much valerie for coming on the show today it was so wonderful. Thank you for letting me join in on the conversation. I nerd out about this kind of stuff. I love helping people with this kind of stuff, but honestly, this is the kind of stuff I, I love to implement my own life because I need it. I am, I am that ambitious woman in the, you know, who wants more, but I need to be able to ground myself in that present moment and realize that I am enough right now. So thank you for helping other women, other ambitious women do the same And how may we, the listeners, as an act of gratitude, be of service for you in return today? Well, thank you so much. It was such a pleasure uh, to be on with you today. Um, I I would like everyone who's listening to just um, take a moment and say, like, say out loud or just in your head and just tell yourself, like, I am worthy of taking care of myself and make that commitment and and just sit with those feelings that come up because we are all worthy and it's so important that we take care of ourselves. So I am worthy of taking care of myself and just start there and uh, it will make all the difference. Mm, 
Yes, you guys are worthy. I'm worthy. Valerie, you are worthy taking care of ourselves. If you guys like this episode, make sure to head over to Valerie's website, check out the Busy Women's Guide to Stress Less. And if you have a fellow ambitious friend, sister, mom, cousin, whoever, or or guy in your life, please share this episode because you are worth taking care of yourself and stressing less. We didn't even go into all the complications that stress can do on your physical and mental health, but you guys know it's real. This is COVID world. The stress is high (laughs) just in general. So please feel free to share it along and make sure to check out the Busy Women's Guide to Stress Less. Awesome. Thank Thank you so much, Valerie. Thanks. And remember, open up, surrender, trust, and let your body lead the way.